0: Hello and welcome to Sixteen Ounce Cinemas Directors Gallery. I'm TJ here with Michael. Yep. And we are on to Mario Bava's Kill Baby Kill from sure. I Didn't right Write Down The Year. Oh no, neither did I. So kind of podcast we are. We can't even tell you what year. Let's just say nineteen
1: ninety
0: seven. <laughs> nineteen sixty six. Okay. I was I was close. Yeah, only yeah. I was like denominations of three, right? Uh-huh. Um, no. Okay, it opens, and obviously now, the first thing I want to say is looking at uh, Tim Lucas's book, he gets a little excited about what he thinks this movie inspired. Oh. Okay, um, what did he
1: think this movie inspired?
0: Twin Peaks. He thinks it inspired um... Oh. An episode of The Pokemon. Uh- <laughs> uh- all right. Basically, anything with like a killer kid and a ball—it's suddenly like, oh, it's kill baby kill. They're homaging kill baby kill.
1: So Tim um, Lucas is a moron.
0: Like he has a page <laughs> and a half of all the different. Some of them are valid. Like, um, oh, what what's his name did a horror short.
1: I'm unsure uh, that uh, that 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 little girl killer with a toy ball is like groundbreaking stuff, though. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Fellini did one um, with a like a, a demonic angel child with a ball, and it, his was totally influenced because they actually worked in the same offices. Sure. Um, you can talk while I try to look up if we want to hear some well, more absurd yeah, she, I references. Yeah, But want the to Pokemon see, but I could is see, uh, the extent.
1: I I could see the you know the inspiration. Was there? A, I, I don't know. I didn't watch enough of. Uh of twin peaks to know if there's a little girl with a ball but i mean i guess i could could see him going oh i want a little girl with a ball i remember vaguely this other fucking movie with baba made yes he does mention
0: okay let's see um lars von trier's the kingdom featured a narrative thread about a psychic patient who finds herself communicating with the unquiet ghost of a young girl so what you're saying uh, is
1: that that this movie is basically for our other co-host Bjork, who loves Twin Peaks and uh, von's von. Oh uh, no,
0: no! Because these are so tenuous. He says, "Oh, the ghost doesn't <laughs> look anything like the ghost in Kill Baby Kill." I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but the, the ghost in Kill Baby Kill
1: just looks like a girl. There's no uh, ghost-like he's qualities. Saying- The remake of The
0: Avengers, because it had a serial repeating room, so a person runs through a door into a room, and then there's a door on the opposite end, and they run through that, but it enters back into that same person I'm sorry,
1: this this sounds like a worthless book. (laughs) But that's like a,
0: that's not an influence from this, that's like influence from John Cocteau, where, like, Bava got his influence for the surrealism in this from. Hmm. Um, What else? Wait. He uh, he mentions Tamagotchi, because uh, like, there's a ghost of a little girl named Ting Ting in a movie called Tamagotchi. Not, you know, he doesn't yeah. think Tamagotchi's at least inspired by that. Um, of course, yeah, we said Twin Peaks. So he, but then he goes further and, and throws in Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. He talks about the TV show The Prisoner from the late 60s, and like I said, that episode of Pokemon.
1: Alright, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in on this.
0: <laughs> um, I will add one that he misses um, along oh. the same vein.
1: It okay. clearly
0: inspired Richard Donner for the opening of Lethal Weapon where a young girl throws herself from a, a tall height.
1: Okay, you think this was this specifically was a direct... Oh, you're kidding. Okay. You couldn't tra- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> um... There's a. Right. I don't. Like, I don't think you like this movie, but there, this was voted in a Time Out magazine as the 56th horror ever all, all time. Throwing that out there,
0: uh, like it has not aged well.
1: Mm. And usually, when point? people say that, they mean like it hasn't aged well cordially for its themes. What do you mean it didn't age well? Like it's just not a good movie.
0: The pacing is so piss poor.
1: Oh, okay. So this most, re- I've
0: seen this movie twice now, right? Mm-hmm. And this most recent time, I was watching in the middle of the afternoon. And after about an hour, I, I just went and took a nap. Like I was out. <laughs> yeah, I took told an hour me, yeah. and a half nap in the middle of this movie. I just turned yeah. it off and went to bed.
1: See, I thought you would dig like, it because it's all the the like the, the ambience and the the amount of fog which everywhere. I thought it would just keep It is Weird
0: hard. because it's it's basically a better Hammer movie, right? And I I can sit mm-hmm. through those boring ass Hammer movies. And I'm fine, but... Well, at least you way, called it a better
1: version of a hammer, so that's fine. Right, it we, is. We don't disagree more too more much. style. <laughs> the story
0: is, despite being very slowly paced, yeah. there's no, like, nothing extraneous. Like, yeah. hammer sometimes fills you with just stuff you don't need before getting to ten minutes of something happening yeah. at the That's end. weird. I didn't, I'm
1: usually the one to notice, like, this is... What I was slow and boring, I, I thought, yeah, I didn't think that at all of this one. I was like, this is all pretty cool.
0: Well, this is to the point where I was like, because I knew I'd watched it like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. So I pulled my old review, and in my old review, I said I fell asleep five times watching it. I had to watch it in five sittings.
1: Oh, wow, okay. So,
0: so apparently even here, the, yeah. the, well, maybe I guess watching just for sheer pleasure... I fell asleep more when I was more stimulated taking notes and trying to pay attention to That's everything funny. with a purpose. I was mm-hmm. able to hold out a little bit longer, but yeah, it's, I think part of the problem is the music and yeah. like the This of it. I didn't, I didn't, or what? Well, I didn't write down, but the, the composer, whoever's credited as a composer said, he has no memory of working on this movie.
1: Yeah. You saw that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which is probably true because it's all stock library music. uh uh-huh. So I think that might be part of my problem. And it's all orange. Like, everything looks cool, but the, like that palette is just orange-brown. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, like, it gets just to just be boring to the eye mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Until the end. Then we have Play With Color and, yeah, some surrealism, the repeating room and the nauseating like spiral staircase and stuff I like that i never, never
1: like that i always get dizzy
0: <laughs> um his boy lamberto was assistant director who that lamberto bava oh his son his he oh his son some, okay yeah he directed <laughs> some stuff about it well is he do anything of, cool
1: Does he, did he did he take up after his father
0: i always forget his big one and that's embarrassing because i should know it by heart but i mix up lamberto bava and all those other guys in the Mm. 80s once you get to the 80s italian directors i always blend them together uh so he did demons that's it i wanted to say demons demons but i was afraid of being wrong (laughs) demons is his big one
1: um (laughs) also a movie called blast fighter that's not a remake of mad max i want to watch blast
0: fighter all right directed by baba so you asked if that was his wife and you know speaking of is that a man or a woman oh you must have read about the the creepy little girl no it was a boy what yes he baba auditioned like lots and lots of girls trying to find one with the right look and he was having trouble and like one of the, like the producer's little boys was there. Um, and he's like, oh, wait, he has the perfect look. Let's put him in a wig and a dress, which he wasn't crazy about, but he did it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, the little girl, Melissa Gropps, that's a boy. <laughs> that's and crazy. What makes it even better is his name is Valerio. And so, according to Tim Lucas in his book... Baba to get him to make the right kind of like menacing looks would call him while he was like getting ready to record he'd, he would say uh, uh valeria oh pardismo valerio so he'd call him by the female form of his name to oh. piss him off to get him to glare for the camera <laughs>
1: this shit you can't do nowadays my goodness <laughs> right yeah or maybe it'd be more acceptable. Who knows? Actually, I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's get to the movie. Alright. Starts with a lot of moaning! Oh my God. It was pretty. I actually really like basically a woman so distressed that she's running towards like a debilitated mansion and just like moaning. The wind's moaning. And she's so distressed, she just falls down a. Stairs, stairs, and dies right, and then the credits play over her fucking corpse for five minutes. It's great.
0: It is a strong opening; like uh-huh. it holds so much promise.
1: Uh. And then we meet the coroner. And the, is that the doctor? Or is that the? No, that's a different. Person. The, the coroner is our, yeah. our
0: main fella. Yeah. Um. I think I just wrote down trivia, like I always do. I uh, there's one the uh, who, who's who's
1: named Monica. Is that the main chick? Um, yeah, Erica. Okay, Black. so there. Okay, so sometimes like she goes somewhere, and then someone's like Monica, Monica, like uh, like several times during the movie, right? And my are you fa- talking about the not the not the witch, not Ruth? Yeah. Well, I don't okay. know. One of them is called fucking Monica. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think the it's, the, is it's, Ruth. Yeah, it's the main good girl. And yeah, Monica the, is our, our lady. good girl, yeah. And um, my favorite comedian who's now dead, Greg Giraldo, he has this bit about, like, New York City, how, like, you don't see anything like you see in New York City. So he has this one bit where he's, like, where he's, like, Monica's sitting in, like, a like a train station or something, and then someone's like, Hey, Monica! Hey, Monica! Yo, you got AIDS, yo! <laughs> and, and he says the name monica monica just like in this movie and as soon as i heard it i was like you got aids yo just imagine that monica <laughs> i loved it i was so happy you reminded me i can me see of that adding to the enjoyment
0: of this movie
1: because <laughs> yeah it's not even it doesn't happen three times it happens like five or six times in the movie so
0: um yeah i was excited as the movie began um i, I noticed because of the tim lucas book um Kruger the uh where is he at the um the inspector guy uh huh that he the corner first meets up oh, with oh yeah yeah you might not have recognized him because of the pixelation but that's actually <laughs> Carter the bad guy from Gunmen from Nebraska or Savage Gringo what? that we hated so much yeah huh. I don't know Why I wouldn't have noticed I, notice I hadn't had read the book because I wouldn't have looked up who this guy was he was the main but, yeah. bad guy
1: in, in, he, yeah about the... he was oh he wow he was Carter yeah. oh wow
0: you like you could put you could probably do a, a screenshot of each movie and not be able to tell because that YouTube version <laughs> is so, so Yeah, that's muddy. funny,
1: probably not, yeah.
0: We get a healthy dose of fog, so I was excited yep. about that. All the towns
1: but, fork are superstitious as fuck about everything.
0: This was actually filmed in a small Italian village that didn't get electricity or running water until the nineties. Oh wow. I mean
1: there's set stuff too and he did some maths. The 90s? That's crazy. I know. We had had electricity on my rabbit farm in communist Poland in the 80s. What the fuck? Lucas just drops that in the book, like, without
0: any. Like, he'll tell
1: you. That should have been two pages.
0: He'll tell, yeah, he'll tell you an extra's life story, but he won't explain this village not having electricity and running water until the 90s. He just said, oh, and it made filming difficult. Like, (laughs)
1: yeah, okay, but tell me more about this village, man. Yeah, then after this movie came out, didn't get electricity for 30 more years. And he had, um, of the villa, he
0: said that it was owned by a handsome rich man who later had to sell it because he he was kidnapped and the villa was sold for the ransom money. <laughs> oh boy, wait the fuck. <laughs> that they filled the, you know, the Grapp's uh, villa.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Crazy. Um, there's also a fine-ass redhead with green hair, green eyes. Yeah. She changes her eyes and hair, I think, throughout the movie, or towards the end, or I, maybe I, the pixelation like, goes crazy. Mon- uh, Monica is kind of, like, almost not a character to me. <laughs> Don't say but... her name.
0: <laughs> Monica! Okay, Yo, I'll,
1: Monica. Her,
0: I'll call her, right. I'll call her uh, Erica, the actress's name. <laughs> alright. Um, I love, every scene is just full, so the set design is so full of stuff. Yeah, it's very. Like Bava cluttered. just went crazy, and uh-huh. I can see how this movie actually ran out of money, so Bava didn't get paid for directing it. Oh,
1: I, I really like. There's too many props. There's one shot in the cemetery with all that fog, with that when we first meet the kids swinging on the swing. I like that a lot. Yeah, that was cool. She, he yeah, put like the swing and the swing, or the 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 camera on the swing and just swung it.
0: There's a lot of really good shots, <laughs> but then there's so many shots between them that I just got bored. Like, um, there's a scene where, where the, the young girl is, like, entranced by Melissa to impale herself in the neck yeah. on, like, a little coat rack. That oh, yeah, that was cool. Awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was great. That was so good.
1: <laughs> I like that. She just did it, too. Like that. Even if you are being mind-melded, like, it must take a lot of will to, to put your neck through a little, little, you know, little metal piece of, like, candle stick right yeah that's a determination <laughs> that is a possession right there for sure uh there's one there's one scene where like one of the characters is like uh, i think it's the yeah it's the witch he's like it's something your science can't understand and i had I to take i had witch. to take a break <laughs> <was> like, fuck <laughs> this movie
0: <laughs> there's some good quotes like uh you should never have touched that dead girl that's that's <laughs> good advice and any
1: situation for sure yeah you find you find a dead girl you don't touch her all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, you're criminal don't touch. <laughs> uh, i
0: have another quote but it's completely out of context i don't oh, remember why it. it's
1: just we're stupid paul <laughs> <laughs> i dig it. it's probably every townsperson said that that's what... <laughs> yeah.
0: but going oh, back dude, to did you your... see
1: those fucking gauntlet arm candles throughout the movie Well, see
0: that's uh from uh cocteau that was in his uh, Beauty and oh, the Beast
1: from the forties. Yes, they're awesome. And in his Beauty and the Beast, they like come to life. Dude, I I was I spent like twenty minutes looking for them. I was like, I got them. I need them right now. I don't care if they cost. 600 Oh yeah,
0: they're they're totally like. You should, I'll get. The, I mean, I'll not get the them specifically the
1: from the movie, but like <laughs> you know.
0: If you like that weird kind of stuff like that, like so much of this is inspired by uh-huh. um, well, oh. Blood of the Poet. I brought to. Um, what the dreams episode of Sixteen Ounce Cinema? Uh huh. That part of that, John some of like that Cartouille. stuff. Part of that stuff when the the coroner is like lost in the walls oh, of the yeah. estate. Uh-huh. That's like all, heavily inspired by Blood of the Poet, but then the design and definitely those torches is from uh, the Beauty and the Beast, which is on a Criterion Channel streaming mm-hmm. or HBO Max right now. Cool. I definitely recommend that one. It's really cool. I want to see it after watching this
1: Uh, It's paste better too. Yeah.
0: Um, Um, Oh, going back to, you said the thing about like, you know, science doesn't understand. This is from a woman who thinks that barbed wire is medicine. (laughs) <laughs> the, the, those girls having all these like oh that's right. haunted and they wrap her in when well, it's not barbed wire it's like thorny brand it's uh, thorny vines. yeah
1: but it's basically barbed wire it's yeah they just barbed wrap wire. her
0: and so of course she can't sleep and ends up taking it off because barbed wire is not medicine
1: you know what we're terrible at we're terrible at actually saying what the fucking movie's about
0: <laughs> I think the, if you just listen to this episode movie. so
1: far, everyone's like, "What are you even watching?" <laughs> uh, but it's about yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's basically about a a, a couple of witches. One of them use brings back their uh, one of their siblings as a uh, or offspring as as a murderess or something, and well, they start yeah, murdering so the it, town.
0: Basically, there, there's this old woman who I guess blames the town for her daughter's death because no one came oh, that's to help. Right. The daughter when she like fell from a height uh, and tried to ring the bell tower to get help. So she blames the whole town and her hate and her rage at that like conjures up this vengeful ghost in the form of her daughter who goes out and starts killing the townsfolk. And then mm-hmm. like uh, she has an, a, another daughter who she basically gave up so that she wouldn't be killed by this rage who has a different name, who comes back at the same time as the coroner comes to investigate why so many people are suddenly dying. The only thing it really doesn't explain is like, it seems like 20 or 30 years have passed since the daughter died. It doesn't really explain why the deaths are just suddenly ramping up.
1: Yeah, right. It's just that. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't know either. I, I don't know if we were supposed to contextualize it, but I didn't get it. It Just started happening right. for no like,
0: reason. it's it's really like it makes sense. Like okay, there's now this legend enough. Like I definitely felt there was a twenty to thirty years have passed. Yeah. And they do a good job of like now the townspeople have incorporated it into legend. But yeah, it doesn't make, make any sense why suddenly it's becoming a bigger deal than it has been for the last three decades.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like why she's suddenly killing more.
1: Yeah, maybe she had to ramp up her power. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes witches got to be doing that. That's all I really have to say. I mean, I made some notes, but it's just about the movie. I dug it a lot. Yeah. I would give it four out of five stars. You, not so I think, much. I
0: think I gave it three out of five oh, officially. all right. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of great style in it. and uh, there, Its influence is certainly felt in a lot of things, although <laughs> maybe not quite as specifically as Tim Lucas says in his book, I not would argue. Po- not
1: Pokemon, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I think, yeah, Pokemon, that just might be a let's say a cultural subconscious thing,
1: not, <laughs> not some
0: Japanese animator specifically looking to Bava. Um Yeah. Oh, and then there was that painting of Melissa I thought I would look up and try to get for you. Do you remember? Oh. It's like the little girl with like ghostly skulls and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> Although I guess you probably still prefer that like Gargoyle from the uh, first one from
1: oh the titties yeah the
0: the big giant griffin vulture uh-huh. gargoyle uh, yeah, no that's yeah, I but, would still love that I think that still stands out along, along with my uh,
1: gauntlet candle arm holders <laughs> uh,
0: yes you, uh, you just have an entire home decorated by Mario Bava
1: <laughs>
0: it'd be so cluttered
1: yeah you're right. yeah well just like his movies it'd be fine <laughs> yeah okay yeah, I just have to dust some more. So next we have Doctor Goldfoot and the Girl Bomb, I can't
0: wait starring I, Vincent Price.
1: I am excited to be honest. <laughs> it has it has a great poster. Is at least all of these have amazing big posters. fat Adam bombs with like people super. There's like a dude on a horsey. There's chicks in bikinis, obviously. Um, lots of chicks with bikinis. Some fucking guy that looks just disgruntled selling you like a hoagie or something. I, I love it. Doctor
0: Goldfoot. It. And the girl oh there's apparently a dr Goldfoot and the bikini machines
1: oh. our machine
0: not directed by Baba oh. so it, this so oh so we're actually watching a sequel to dr Goldfoot oh uh, well I guess more on that
1: next time oh are we are we watching English or Italian version because the Italian um, release is markedly different. Oh gee, um, I guess whatever we can find, huh?
0: I guess I really want to hear Vincent Price's voice, but I guess I'll have to, I'll have to decide. Maybe we have to do both. Oh, there's uh, in the
1: English version. There's less Vincent Price.
0: Oh well, that settles
1: that. Wait, is that right? Hang on. The Italian release is markedly different from the English language edition with more screen time spent on Franco and Ciccio and less on Vincent Price, so I guess the Italian's oh, less. I
0: see. Tim Lucas says the Italian version was far more entertaining.
1: Oh. I, I. You know what? I would have gone with Tim Lucas before his fucking Pokemon shenanigans. Yeah, he went on the Pokemon. His
0: credibility took a little hit. Alright. Alright. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.